Hello and welcome back to the 8th episode of Read It Right with Shubh Das Gupta. Uh, generally, in this uh, interview series, we speak to artists, content creators, musicians, authors, you name them and we have them. But in a first, we are going to speak to people who are practitioners of alternate living, who have crafted an alternate uh, lifestyle for them and painstakingly so. And the first in this series are popular bloggers and popular content creators who are also American expats living in Mexico, uh, they go by the name That Black Family Abroad. We have Jay and Ashley today. Welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. So one of the first things that I wanted to ask you is that uh, generally the immigration is, it happens the other way. Most people living in Mexico dream of a life in America. It's a life of opportunities. But you chose to travel uh, the road less traveled on. And uh, so why did you make this choice? Wow. Okay. So... While we were in America, we were just trying to find this ideal place, right? Perfect place to live or, or just a place that we could be happy to live. So we were living in Chicago and we found, you know, um, the weather and the politics to be a little bit un unbearing, you know, unbearable. So we said, hey, you know what? Maybe we can reimagine a different life. Maybe yeah. we need to just move around. So we did this crazy road trip, right? It was like 30 days. That started our moving around. We started first with a 30-day road trip. Right. We started driving from Illinois up to Wisconsin. North Dakota, Montana, Oregon, California, like everywhere. Washington, everywhere, just looking, you know. Mind you, what our two little ones, they were like three and one at the time, or yeah. four and one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we were seeing the country, then we did some flying out to New York and some other places. And what we decided, or what we realized was that we just, it was much more of the same. What that came in mind was like, okay, well, where do we go? At the time we had aging parents. Um, we needed to be somewhere that we could get to the States quickly if something happened and stuff like that. So we kind of narrowed down our search to uh, Central America, Mexico, Central America. The plans for Central America didn't work out. A friend that we knew that was there told us, well, check out Mexico. So we ended up in Mexico. That's how we got here. It was a great decision. There was a lot of things going on in the States. Like I said, with the political climate, the social climate, and just the everyday life of grind, 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 this hustle, 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 this culture, right? And, yeah. you know, we wanted to break this cycle of just repeating the same thing, learning the same tricks, feed into the same way. We had to kind of get out, if that makes sense. When you talk about the political climate, it's basically the racism that you refer to that is being seen and the, of course, the Black Lives Matter movement in response to that. So, so do you think uh, with the change in the administration, with the change in the government, things are any better now? Oh, no, no. Things, things have not been better. Things have, you know. Hi. Hello. Nice Hello, to have you. Hi. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> I think, you know, um, think things are not better, right? I think with this last administration, you know, it was it was good in a way that it helped politicize a lot of people, you know, yeah. as it did back in the day with Nixon. Heightened a lot of antagonistic contradictions. People were able to see things was going on. So that was good in that. And I think that, you know, there's always been resistance. We know there's always been resistance, you know, um, but now things have just been heightened and people have become more aware and say, hey, you know, this is not right. People have been, you know, fighting back. So now with social media, you can actually see more images of people fighting back and stuff like yeah. that. So I think that's really good. You know, that's that's really uh, that's really important. But I don't think it's getting any any better in the sense of things is changing, you know, because, uh, you know, uh, like like that, you know, it, 
it's, it's, it's a protracted, you know, uh, war, right? You know, you win some battles, you lose some battles and stuff like that, you know? So, but just the spirit of resistance to see that is very good. I think mm -hmm. I, I love that. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, right. That's right. So culturally, would you say Mexico is probably not as capitalist as uh, America was and therefore you, you find it to be a better fit for you? Uh, yeah, well, where we are, we're in the southern Mexico. I, I think, you know, it's parts, it's, it's everywhere. You know, I think the north, you know, like I've heard the locals say there's two parts, you know, the the, the, the northern, you know, there's conflicts uh, from cartel. In the south, there's conflicts, social, mm -hmm. social conflicts. You know, I think, you know, capitalism is everywhere, right? You know, everyone's chasing a dollar, right? But I think you know there is still a heavy emphasis on family and values and morals and stuff here versus where we were at in the U.S. You know, we wanted our children to experience something like that. And so it was important that, like I said, that we pick, um, you know, um, a place that had, you know, people who had melanin, who were brown people, you know, because uh, that was another thing, too. You know, um, in addition to warm weather, we still wanted to be somewhere where, you know, we see people who are in different shades. We just didn't want to see people that was just one one way. And America offers that, right? But then yeah. one other country, you know, here there's 16 different ethnic groups. So I see people from all all ranges of shape people so we wanted to see some diversity, diversity. and we didn't want yeah. our children to feel too singled out or you know just always looked at as the other we wanted them to be able to feel comfortable and see people that also looked like them as well all that factored into the decision you know it, it was a hard decision because you know like you said we're all the propaganda is that america or the united states is just you know just the, the place to be you know and um, yeah. so why would anyone want to leave there you know and then you people have the argument where everyone's trying to come there you know but again, you know, there's no absolutes. I think, you know, what 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 are your intentions? What are you trying to do? What are you what are you striving for in life? You know, and we knew that we had small children, and we wanted them to be in a comfortable space. We wanted them to eat some nice food, some fresh fruits and vegetables. We didn't want have we want them to be, you know, suffocated by the social politics and the, you know all those other things that was happening in the states. First reaction from your friends and family. Oh wow, it was mixed. Um, we had. It was mixed. Um, we had a lot of some family that was like, oh, my goodness, Mexico, the cartel is going to get you. You can't drink the water. It's so dangerous. Um, but mind you, we're from Chicago, where you cannot drink the water in Chicago, where there's still lots of violence in Chicago and all these other things. So, again, a lot of our family was just feeding into the propaganda of what you always hear, like, oh, America's the only safe country. Um, don't go anywhere else. Um, but we also had lots of family and friends that were supportive, like they were excited for us. Um, um, they were looking forward to have a place to vacation to to visit us and things like that. So yeah, it was a mixed reaction. Yeah, it was a mixed reaction. Like she said, they would negate all the violent actions, you know, whether it be the school shootings or the mall shootings or the attacks on churches and mosques and synagogues and temples. They would dismiss, dismiss all this as if, you know, like like none of this happened. And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? You know? So uh, I think it was just a uh, fear too. People were afraid, you know, they didn't know, um, you know, like, like she said, you know, you can't imagine if things are already this is supposed to be the best place and things are horrible here then you can't imagine any place else being better that makes kind of sense you know it's not uh, just a new lifestyle that you're adopting but it's also a new identity that you're forging for example your social media says uh, not ashley and jay separately but uh, that black family abroad so have you found yourself advocating 
for more of a of this kind of a lifestyle uh, after you made your move to Mexico? We have because um, we feel like like when you think of an expat, you know, or you hear the word expat or you hear people, you know, moving abroad like that, you know, you don't necessarily think of people who look like us. You might think of like someone young, maybe rich, uh, with blonde hair, blue eyes, or you might imagine old retirees, right? Yeah. Um, people might not even know that it's an option to move out of the country at our age. Um, so yeah, so we're trying to create a platform where people see it normalized, where people see like young black families moving around, being international, so they know that they too can do that if that's something they're interested in. Uh, you know, uh, one of the things uh, that that you may be missing out on is the great, uh, the great uh, sense of black community, the great black history, the great black culture that you guys have. And uh, do you think in Mexico somehow your children are growing up uh, without that kind of a, a rich influence of their own heritage and where they come from? I mean, in some way, like yes and no. Like, so for example, if we had stayed in the state, but for example, maybe moved to like Eugene, Oregon or something like that, yeah. um, it would still be an issue of where's the community, where's their mm -hmm. sense of culture. Um, but here, um, first of all, there are a lot more uh, black people coming down to Mexico. Oh. So actually just days ago, we hung out um, and had the best time with a family that had three little girls about the same ages as our kids. And we got to hang out and talk. So we see other Black American people pretty regularly, which was important to us. But also, I mean, it's like we're Black wherever we go. So it's like in yeah, our house, we're listening to music. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we're still cooking our food, we're still listening to our music, we're still reading books and telling the kids about things, celebrating our holidays. Mm -hmm. um, so they're not missing out on the culture in that sense. And it's really cool too, because in the part of Mexico that we're in, in Oaxaca, um, there's a large Afro-Mexican community. Uh -huh. um, so Mexicans look just like us, like look like our cousins and aunties and everything, um, but they're Mexican, they're fully Mexican. Um, so it's really cool to see another, to see the diaspora here yeah it's affirming and it's good so we don't really feel like they're missing out culturally knowing who they are and they also get to see um different people of african descent which is just fantastic because many people don't even know that there's a black population in mexico and or yeah. other parts of Latin america so. mm -hmm. it's, it's a very little known uh fact uh, about uh, mexico i think uh, good on you on uh, you know educating me about that because i really didn't <laughs> I didn't have an idea. Yeah. And you know, if we play a word association game, the first uh, word generally that comes to mind when we say Mexico is cartels, you know, and I personally have been a big uh, nerd of the cartel history from Narcos to Queen of the South, you name it, I, I binged on all of them, El Chapo. What has been your real life experience with cartels? Have you yet um, met someone who works for the cartel? Have you run no, into no, 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 it's, it's funny that you say that, right? Because uh, we heard all this stuff about the cartel and I told her I said I have we've been here all this time I have yet to meet someone from the cartel I have yet for someone to ride down on me one of those big trucks that we see on the show and offer me a job not that I would take it but I have not even seen it right so yeah. I think like I said because we're in the south we're in the southern part I think just it's just a lot of difference more uh tribal community here yeah. because there's so many different like is it would it be ethnic groups yeah so many different ethnic groups and they here, all kind of they... police themselves and stuff like that we never had any uh cartel encounters but no yeah so it's like yeah it all depends on where you go like and as if you're not looking for trouble it's not you know we're not trying to find any drugs right. or do anything crazy right. or illegal so it's like we're not even in that orbit to 
meet yeah. anybody like that. But also just the idea that the cartel is so rampant in Mexico is just, yeah. it's false. That is one of the things that Netflix uh, should take care of uh, more closely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I try to watch one of those shows. I try to watch it. I'm like, well, where is this at? I'm like, you know. How did the locals uh, react to a black family uh, starting to live out there, you know, completely new? How were the reactions from the locals? So the, the first... I guess reactions until they found out that we were American, you know, that we were from, I got that we were from other places within, you know, Latin America or right. maybe we were Afro Americano, right? Then when they found out that we were American, we got reaction like, oh, okay. Some people asked, like, well, why are you living here? You know, yeah. they were confused. These were a lot of people who had bought into the propaganda that, you know, America was better. But then you met a lot of like just really good, solid people. They were like, they knew and they were like, hey, they don't, you know, they, they embraced, you know, showed us their, their, uh, you know, their country, their archaeological ruins, their sites, and they were happy that we came. They were trying to teach us their culture and stuff like that. So it's just been like a, a different mix of reactions, you know. Not all bad, not all good. Can you now say that you're settled for good, or are you going to be moving anytime soon in the future? Um, it's hard to say, especially now with you know pandemic and everything. Oh, yeah. We're actually last year where we were talking about, well, we should move around and like see different countries. We want to visit Guatemala and Belize and Honduras and just kind of make our way all the way through Central America into South America. Uh, then COVID hit, and so we had to. Uh, reevaluate what our goals are. So at the moment, we're really happy where we are. The kids love where we are. Um, we're pretty content. But eventually, we would like, I mean, we want to see the whole world. We want to see everything. So we're kind of just taking it like one day at a time because everything's so unpredictable right now. Did the kids have a tough time adjusting to a new education system in a new country altogether? Or No, it was like surprise. Like, I'm actually super proud of my daughter. She, um, she just went into things so well. Um, should I get that? Or... Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I have to get that. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. We got a lot. That's, that's okay. All right. So she was going to say that we're very proud of Sage, our, our daughter, right? So we, we threw her in there and, you know, children are, are like a sponge. They're so resilient. She learned. So she had to come in. She had to learn a new language and uh, learn instruction in that language and everything like that. So, you know, little little customs and nuances and stuff like that, right? But I leave that up to her to choose whether she wants to, um, you know, I don't know, just assimilate or whatever the case may be, right? But other than that, the people, like she said, they were very friendly and, and welcoming. Um, so, uh, so what do you do for a living? What's your day job? So now, like I said, so we do the consultations, right? So we help people, um, you know, who are interested, thinking about moving abroad, specifically moving to Mexico. Mm-hmm. My wife does the writing. Um, I kind of just, you know, watch the kids and stuff like that. You know, she, when she teaches the English and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, prior to that, my daughter, she was, we were in the state, she was doing acting, right? And modeling, she's a, a SAG after actress, you know, so we were doing that, but I was help managing that. But now since we've been here. So what, what do you miss the most about uh, America, American life? Well, you know, I guess the, the familiarity, right? You know, your community, the family, the friends, the routine, I guess the, um, um, the, the, inst- the instant, the instantaneity of things, you know, if you want something, you got 24 hour, whatever, Walmart, whatever kind of crazy store you want, you can get it right away. Even that you can get now in a lot of your big cities across the world, but still just, you know, this whole, I don't know, you know, a lot of those things like that. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, what's the best, what's the best thing about, uh, Mexico so far? 
Oh, wow. You said, what's the best thing about Mexico? So oh, my gosh. <laughs> there are so many things. Um, I just love how there's always something new to explore, like your mountains to go to, beaches, archaeological ruins, festivals, parades. Like, there's always something to discover. Like, we have not been bored. There's always something new. Interesting. So before we wrap up uh, this half an hour conversation, I have one last question. Uh, so, so you are um, content creators. You write your, uh, for the different magazines. You have a very active Instagram uh, presence. So haven't you thought about blogging about your life on YouTube? It's, it's funny <laughs> that you met that. So it, it's that. So Jess, um, Jess that I met on the on the, the YouTube that you saw. We were yeah. sitting there. We were actually talking about that. And um, she was telling me, you know, because we had thought about it, but we never, we never made a video, we never pursued it. And uh, so she was actually telling me about it, giving me some tips and pointers, you know. And we still, we still in the talks about that. It's hard. It's hard. It's like even though we like have all these different public platforms, we're pretty like private people. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like we don't want to give everyone every like we don't. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's difficult. I don't know. I don't know. We we very appreciative too. For like you reaching out to us and Jeff and Jasper reaching out to us. You know what I can tell you. What I can tell you is there's a lot of people searching for you on YouTube because I was doing some basic background research uh, for this interview. And when, um, you, when you type, you know, start typing that black family, uh, there is a auto suggestion, which means like a lot of people are searching for you. For oh, you. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Hey, look, like, see, now, oh, since you put it in those terms, I well, think, maybe yeah, should. maybe we should. Yeah. yeah so you, so you uh, better think about uh, putting up some videos real quick. And I don't know, but this is wonderful now that you yeah, told us that. That's encouraging. That's very it. encouraging. Thank you. Thank you. That's probably the best news, right? <laughs> right. So do think about that. And uh, thank you today for taking out your time. Uh, is it a Monday on your side or a Sunday? Uh, Sunday. It's, it's Sunday. Sunday, mor Sunday. Sunday morning. Sunday morning. So it's Sunday night um, on my end. So thank you oh, for taking cool. our time. Uh, and uh, this was a great uh, experience for me, learning about expats uh, firsthand and not just reading about them on some website. I'm sure more people will be uh, attracted towards alternative living. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Right. Bye -bye. Adios. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.